1: And I'm uh, sitting here with, uh, well, venerable Tom Dorian. Hello. And uh, we also have Ziggy Rodriguez. That's me. And we are in the midst of preparing to receive our Lord at Christmas. Yay. So that means we're in Advent. <laughs> uh, and uh, everything's purple. We got purple donuts. We got purple coffee. All the things that are important that are that can be purple. Well, there we is that one off color. What's that? Oh, oh, the
0: rose. There's ears, a rose, rose donut in the stack. Yeah. That's and true. Thank you for
1: calling <laughs> it rose and not pink. <laughs> And that's so funny because everyone, everyone, you know, like like the guys, you yes. know, it's like, say, excuse me, these aren't pink. This is Rose. It's like, dude, how is that different? Yeah. You're, you're wearing Rose. So yes. if you're trying to make it more masculine, yes. you know, it, uh, it's like, it's still. So then we started calling it bros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a whole nother show. Except work-
0: for the grizzly bears who become priests, they insist it's salmon.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> salmon. Very good. All right. We wow. worked that one together. Wouldn't you love to be in his head just for yes. one we minute? Might, not we, a day, but we a minute. We might have to make reparations for what we've just done here, <laughs> and that's our segue into our topic. So we, you know, we've heard the word "reparation" so many times now in in, in recent times, uh, and that's usually referring to uh, it's you know uh, r- racial disparity and things like that. And that, that's this show is not about that at all, uh, and. What we're going to talk about, though, is like where the word reparations came from, and what we're referring to in a, from a theological perspective, Right. and talk about making reparations to God, uh, especially for sins and offenses against Him, for blasphemy and all these things. Uh, and throughout our our history, we've done, and just talk about that um, uh, that perspective. So here, when we say the word reparations, let's make sure we're talking about this sort of the the, the Christian aspect. Uh, uh that the ancient Christian tradition mm-hmm. of making reparations to God um so let's let's talk about that Sam that's that's something that an idea that you brought to the to the fore here because we've talked about our last couple of shows if you haven't heard of me to go back and listen to them but we talked about uh just a couple of shows ago we invented it we did invent a new term yes fat Thursday yeah you know <laughs> yeah. ju Jou- de uh, gras Juie de Gras Instead of Mardi Gras Which is Fat Thursday uh, And we're in looking at Like sort of The That's Thanksgiving a year,
0: Once a year thing Or is that every Thursday
1: Well it's, no it's just It's just, once a, I it's, need to know this Well because it's Because it's Because it's Holy You're not know, Holy Thursday It's for Thanksgiving it's Thanksgiving yes. Thanksgiving know. is Fat it. Thursday I got it But uh, the feast before the
0: fast Just being funny guys That's right it not really wasn't very funny. funny. No,
1: apparently I had to go. Like, does he not? Was he not here? He was here. He was sitting there during the entire show and just nodding his head. Maybe he was nodding off, and that's a whole different story. Yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so yes, we did talk about we we, we talked about Fat Thursday, the 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 uh, feast before the fast. Yes. As we're preparing ourselves before the the holy season of Advent, uh, and and sort of seeing Advent as that penitential time period in which we we prepare ourselves uh, for the Feast of Christmas so you know sort of a bookending feast there um, and and also from the perspective of preparing our houses mm-hmm. right for the feast for the for receiving our Lord preparing the way of the Lord uh, and it made perfect sense and that then that tied into our next show, Which was essentially the universal destination of goods and the church is teaching on the universal destination of goods and sort of how we manage and handle and deal with all of the material things of the world. And we talked about the fact that we were entering into one of the most materialistic from a secular perspective, one of the most materialistic seasons uh, of celebration. That people have have turned Christmas into, and again, it's not wrong to give gifts. It's not wrong to be thinking about eating Christmas cookies and and. Um uh, Miss Fogarty's Christmas cake. There you go, Tom. A little, little. Love it. Yeah. What is it? The Irish ten-
0: a little limmerky kind of tune. Yeah, but the,
1: the the guys, the the singers who remember. sung that song. I don't uh, remember. But I'll anyway, look them up. yeah. So so just Miss Fogarty's Christmas, Christmas cake. cake. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. So so all the celebration that comes can be totally secular, and that's not a good thing. And so it's good for us to remember the universal destination, destination of goods, where everything. Uh, is is supposed to be, um, um, like where everything belongs, its Mm -hmm. rightful place. And that leads us into today, which is tied to those other two shows. And we're talking about making reparations to God.
0: Oh, and we also did forgiveness last week. Oh,
1: unforgiveness. Yes, unforgiveness.
0: Yeah, our relationship to people. Oh, that's right. Yes. And, 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 and so it's, we're correcting our relationships with, uh, money and with goods and then with other people and especially places where there's unforgiveness within yes, our hearts
1: that make that's a perf, that's perfectly uh that's right that's a, a a nice segue because we're talking about in unforgiveness it's like we're you know inviting uh, Jesus into even those rooms in our heart that right. we don't let anybody into yes. some of the the brokenness that we have especially in in repairing relationships with others yeah and so now we're going to turn to repairing our relationship with God. Yes. So, Sam, you know, your your thoughts on why we would have to repair our relationship with God.
0: <laughs> well, uh, it's kind of um, at the very um, core of, you know, what our faith is all about, right? Now, Indeed, you're like, the
1: guy that pioneered this idea. <laughs> no, don't. This idea, this concept <laughs> that, like, that in the Garden of Eden there was, like, this sin that happened. Oh. You know, <laughs> that you pointed this out for the first time, and and all the entire church was, like, Sam, that's, that's (laughs) novel. That is, I'm teasing, obviously. It's obvious why we have to repair a relationship with God. Right. All right. But it's not just about original sin.
0: Right, right. And so one thing I want to say to clarify before I move forward on that, because we just talked for a second about, you know, our relationships with other people, we're not talking about restitution. So we're talking about making reparations to God. So restitution is also important. Right. And that's a sub virtue of justice. Right. So if you're living the virtue of justice, you know, if if you have stolen money or if you have damaged uh, property, making restitution to those people uh, that have been hurt by you is is key. Right. Um, As a a part of uh, growing in that virtue of justice. But, you know, something I invite us to think about is sometimes there's damage that we cause to other people that. We can't make restitution for. Right. Like, it's impossible to fix it. You know, it's one thing to be like, "Oh, I stole a hundred dollars from this person," and therefore I'm going to go back to them years later and I'm going to say, "Here's a hundred dollars." Well, or right?
1: if if uh, something heinous like murder or, right, or something like thing. that, you, yeah, you you kill somebody, you you can't bring them back to life, right? right. You, you can't. Re- some some things you can't make restitution for.
0: Oh, and this is why our Lord Jesus. You know, and taking all the sins of the world and all the violence of the world upon himself, uh, upon the cross, um, you know, let us stop for a moment in awe and wonder for what he has done for us. Right. Because all of us, I'm sure, have committed a sin at some point that in our heart of hearts, we know that we really can't pay back, you know, and it's still important to do our part and, you know, uh, paying back those that need to be paid back. But it's also important to recognize that we should not despair when we look upon the fact that there are certain things that we can't, we literally can't pay back and make right. Only God can do that. And so turning to God and recognizing that whenever we sin, we're sinning against God. I mean, God is the source of moral order in the universe, right, and so just because, like, if I went and I stole $100 from you, yeah, I'm not only you, singing you against it. you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. you. Yeah, awesome. You hey, if I had it, I'd give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to get you a $100 gift certificate for yes, Christmas. Right. That's <laughs> exactly right. No, <laughs> no, $50 one. I'm just kidding. No. I'll give you an <laughs> IOU. <owe> <laughs> yes. No, but it, 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 it's one thing if we, uh, it, you know, w- with regard to saying, hey, I, I took this from you and I'm I'm going to pay it back, right? But at some point there's things it's possible for us to do things to one another uh or even to ourselves where we can't pay it back and so then we look upon the cross and we look upon what our lord has done for us with awe in his mercy but also recognizing that we have also offended him when we have when when i if i had taken money from you i also i also offended god i
1: didn't but but they're also just offend you right but I would also say that's that to me that's like the that seems like the one that's like yeah that that does offend God anytime we sin, yes, but at the same time there sometimes we sin directly against God, we that's blaspheme
0: true. blaspheme like exactly. we use the lord's
1: name in vain, we we do things sometimes and or or we raise our fists and we, we we curse at God or we ignore God or we uh we don't do we don't we don't attend mass on a holy day of obligation there these are things that are like this is. Uh, Worship, adoration that's due to God, but we do the opposite. Failure of gratitude is another thing. You know, like when we make
0: reparations to the Sacred Heart of Jesus on First Friday, it's it's the, the tradition is we're making reparations for the sin and ingratitude of man, right? Yeah. You know, you brought up that we had the feast before the fast. With Fat Thursday, it's appropriate that the feast be a feast of thanksgiving. It'd be really wrong, really, to, and selfish to have a feast that isn't grounded in thanksgiving to That's God. That's right. You know what I mean? That's and, right. And so, and how often, I mean, what do they say at the mass that says it is right and just always and everywhere, including during the really difficult times, to give thanks to God, right? always and everywhere and and that's another area in which we are are, are constantly uh, failing to uh, be grateful uh, to God and here's the thing so when God God is the source of all truth goodness beauty and when he created the world, when he loved the universe into existence, there's a perfect beauty and majesty that is unfathomable to us in terms of what his original plan for creation was. And when we look upon the ugliness in this fallen world, it's because we have taken beauty out of the world through sin. You know, us individually and then us as a human race, right? And we have taken beauty away. And so when we're making reparations from God, to God, what we're doing actually is we're restoring the, some of the beauty we're, and grandeur.
1: We're attempting. We're moving towards restoration. Yes. Right. I want to be clear because we can't do th- we we can't do everything that needs to be done. Right. Right. And we don't want to discount what Jesus has already done, but we don't want to take that for granted and think that we don't have to participate. Let me let me uh, let me go and read. Uh, to that 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 great Catholic repository of information, Wikipedia, where you find all the doctrine and dogma but when you when you Google uh, acts of reparation you you hear this Wikipedia this little article starts reparation is a Christian theological concept closely connected with those of atonement and satisfaction in ascetical theology. reparation is the making of amends for insults given to God through sin, either one 's own or another's. The response of man is to be is to be reparation through adoration, prayer, and sacrifice. In Roman Catholic tradition, an act of reparation is a prayer or devotion with the intent to expiate the sins of others. For instance, for the repair of the sin of blasphemy, the sufferings of Jesus Christ, or as acts of reparation to the Virgin Mary. So it's like I want I want to be clear about this. A lot of people. I guess our separated brothers and sisters so our Protestant friends would go like well Jesus has already paid the price so why would we need to make an act of reparation right why would right. we need to do anything because Jesus did everything that was necessary right and so we need to talk about that for a minute because that theology cuz It's easy for a Catholic to hear that and go like, yeah, why do we have to do things? If Jesus paid the price for our sins once and for all on the cross, why do we need to participate in any act of reparation right to him? Well, God, our Lord came to put us in right relationship with him and
0: with one another. And at the end of the day, we all know, all of us have dealt with broken relationships. And we all know that if you've dealt with a broken relationship that has healed, it didn't just happen overnight. It required work. It required time. I mean, uh, and, and so at this, in the same way, it's just a, a reality. We had the the, the season on uh, uh, the, the, the series on spiritual physics. You yeah. know, there are consequences to the sins that we have, and so this is about this is related to undoing some of those consequences, right? And and also as in saying like restoring some of that beauty that we have taken from creation. And and you're right. I and mean, in terms of we're not able to do that on our own. Right. right. But our Lord, if you look, he, he gave the power of binding and loosing to the apostles. Right. And chief among them was Peter. And, and through Peter, we have the, the, his successor, the, the pope. But all the bishops are apostolic successors and they have the ability to bind and loose. And over the years, they've, you know, our, our separated brothers and sisters don't like the idea of indulgences, but they also don't like the idea of, uh, of purgatory. Right. Um, and, and frankly, that all of that stuff is related here. We've done episodes on purgatory. We've done episodes on the on the question of, you know, when you die, this goes back to the whole idea of, of uh, healing takes time. Healing within our own soul takes time. When we die, we don't lose our freedom. We still have the same freedom that we uh, we have here on earth. Well, how often do how do we use our freedom a lot of times? A lot of times we use our freedom to sin. We use our freedom to hurt ourselves. Uh, we use our, our, our freedom in selfish ways. Well, if heaven is supposed to be a perfect love communion right for all eternity where no one no matter what who's in that perfect love communion is ever going to say is ever going to rebel against god or reject god well there's a healing process that has to come there right and and so um through the binding and loosing powers that were that god gave the apostles they're able to bind um saying you know with these indulgences uh, In terms of, you know, doing an hour of uh, or doing 30 minutes of adoration can be a plenary indulgence doing a rosary in a group of people can be a plenary indulgence. There are certain things that are partial indulgences and plenary indulgences. And what we're and what we're doing is we are uh, when we perform these indulgences, it is addressing sort of the reparations that we need to make. Right. And and God in his mercy is going to honor his promise to the apostles. You know, I'm going to work through you. You're all broken vessels. You know, if you look at the story of the apostles, they're all in their own way, <laughs> messes. You know what I mean? Especially Peter, right? And yet God chose to work through them. He cho- He chooses to work through broken vessels. And he's going in his mercy to honor what they bound as being necessary to make reparations, right? And, and you brought up an important point. It's not just about making reparations for ourselves. We can also make reparations for others who are not turning to god
1: in prayer that was the great wikipedia
0: yeah that was the great wikipedia but it's true it's true we can make (laughs) reparations for ourselves and for our family but also just for humanity we can also make reparations for the holy souls in purgatory and this is a great way to honor our lord because he has he has chosen to abide by giving this binding and loosing power to the apostles and the apostolic successors he has chosen to say i'm going to release souls from purgatory um an honoring of, you know, what the church has set forth through the apostolic successors. And I'm going to uh, accept indulgences on behalf of others who have nobody who's praying for them and, and nobody who's praying. And I'm going to accept these indulgences for, for, from you, including for sins that cannot be there's nothing you can do. To make restitution for
1: it, right now again, I, I want uh, for those who are listening to Sam and kind of squirming right now, yeah, because there's 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 a lot of folks who who have a difficulty with this part of Catholic teaching that we have to that we that we're called to do things, <laughs> right? Well, so seriously, because yeah, 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 yeah. again, it's very easy uh, theology, right? To to think that like I don't have to do anything; Jesus did everything, right? Because you can go that way; you can go down that path. And that's actually not what we're called for. In fact, quite often Jesus talks about uh, and, and reminds us, and scriptures all over the place remind us that we're judged according to our works, right? According yeah. to the things that we do. Um, and and uh, the Catholic teaching is not faith alone, but faith plus works. Yeah. There, there, there's a required working that we do, and and I love uh, um, Saint Paul. I mean, he specifically says, "Now I rejoice." This is uh, when he's talking to the Colossians, the, uh, chapter one, verse twenty-four, where he says, "Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh, I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of His body, that is the church." Right. So, I mean, wait a second. If you st- Protestant theology would say, like, wait, 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 how can, well, how can anything be lacking in Christ's afflictions? Right. And and what I like to say is like what Paul's saying here is. That in his flesh, in what he does, like his body, in what he does, he completes what's lacking in Christ's afflictions. And what is lacking, what's lacking is our participation. Our own
0: individual participation. Right? So
1: what's lacking is making reparations to God. Our, Our effort, as feeble as they are to make reparations. We can't make restitution. But what we can do is we can participate in God's plan of salvation by participating in, in those good works. And and again, our, our Protestant brothers and sisters will always go back to Ephesians uh, chapter two, uh, like verse eight, where they'll say, ah, for, for by grace you have been saved through faith, right? This is the faith alone thing. Um, And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not because of works, lest any man should boast. And they stop there. And they say, see, right there, it's faith, it's not works. It's not because of works. And it's like, well, hold on, read the next verse. And the next verse specifically says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, Four good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Right. right? In other words, we're called to walk in works. We're yeah. called to do these things. So I just, I just want to talk about this idea of making reparations to God is not um, about doing the work of Jesus, but participating yeah. in the work of Jesus. That we're called to to act and to do the things. And so when you start, when you hear that this concept of of making reparations to God. Well, now you're starting to think like, I'm. I am showing effort in my faith. I'm showing effort in my belief, uh, and and that's going to change everything. Because now it's my participation. I don't just sit like in a movie theater and have the story told to me. Yeah. I'm actually on the screen, working in in the movie, in the plan of salvation, in the presentation of God of the gospel of Jesus. And so when we do that. That shows uh, these efforts. I, I, I recall uh, we did that wonderful show about Sister Wilhelmina or the series of shows where we traveled to, uh, to Gower, Missouri, where we witnessed uh, the beautiful uh, work of the, Benedictine, ben, the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles, the nuns that are there yeah. in, in that holy little uh, uh, part of Gower, Missouri and we remember we we saw them that they were we were there for the prayers that morning and evening prayer we would show up, uh, and they would do these things and they would be chanting and then all of a sudden you'd see a nun pop up and then she'd sit right back down she'd pop up and then she'd do a, a she'd genuflect and then she'd sit back down and then another one like randomly seemingly would 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 stand up kneel, genuflect, and go back. And we asked the, the sister that was talking to us, like, why does it look like popcorn is being made here? These, <laughs> these nuns would pop up here and there and then genuflect and then sit back down. And the, it was beautiful. She said, well, they're making satisfactions. It's like making what? – what is that? Every time that they would mess up, we wouldn't hear it because – their version of mess up is not what i I mean they're grammy
0: award-winning you know (laughs) singers so yeah but but, literally yeah they
1: would like they would have been a little flat on some note or or they would have said the wrong word or they would have missed a word or they uh, they would have made some little tiny error and then what they would do is a tradition of their order would be they would make a satisfaction right they would genuflect an an act of of worship and it's like this is right from the heart of our Catholic theology of making reparations to God yes. for, for the times that we say the wrong word, that we're a little flat in our, yeah. our, our praise and worship. And maybe even we go so far as to, to blaspheme or we do something that's careless, whether it's to God himself or to God's creation and, and uh, not taking care of the goods that we've been given. Uh, not caring for the people that, that we've been given uh, to care for right. Right, in our life. And so this idea of making reparations is something that all of us can do, not only can do, but should do.
0: Well, I love also you brought up satisfactions because at the end of the day, like like when we talked about indulgences, there are some that are, plenary indulgences would literally wipe out everything, which just shows the mercy and goodness of yes. God. And and now we do have to have an interior detachment to sin in order to be fully uh, received the we plenary indulgence. Yes. So we all have things to work on. But at the end of the day, um, you know, making reparations – trying to restore a little bit of that beauty to our, our the world and ourselves making reparations on behalf of ourselves and of others it's it's a it's a beautiful way to participate in the atonement in the way that you described earlier with yeah. with saint paul it's our little piece of our participation and the notion of protestant saying like well Jesus did everything. I don't have to do anything. It's like, let's use some common sense here. Like, could you imagine, like, in a work, you're, you say to your boss, I don't have to do anything. Jesus already did everything. Well, that no, that's not how this works. Or, or as a parent, could you imagine if, you know, hey, clean your room, and your child says, I don't have to do anything.
1: Jesus already did everything. We
0: know it's a matter of common sense that that doesn't right. make sense. Right, right, or if we're
1: singing a, a hymn of praise, and yeah. you're just like, well, I don't have to sing. Yeah. Because we, we I already praise him. I already, it's like, well, praising is an act of of worship, yes, right. So, doing acts of worship by using our our body, our hearts, our minds, and and t- and, and turning everything to God, then becomes a public witness and a right. public participation, and and uh, it's also a physical thing that happens. Well, and
0: just as a parent, you parents out there are loving your children and trying to raise them to be good and virtuous witnesses to christ in the world that's what our heavenly father is trying to do that's why he gives us the holy spirit he's trying to form christ in us that we who are the adopted children of god can witness god to others and making reparations as a part of that and making reparations on behalf of others helps unleash goodness through others or at least lays the groundwork for it and that's what he desires he desires to unleash that love in the world, you said the word love and loving twice. Yeah,
1: and that's what it's all about—is love. Yeah, that's what love does. Deus caritas est. God is love, and that—and—and and we are supposed to act and participate in that love. Not we certainly were to receive it, but to receive love and essentially hold on to it is to uh, go to church and stay in the pew mm-hmm. and not then go out. And love is meant to, to to certainly to come upon us. All love comes from God, right? And then. Uh, And then it's supposed to radiate out it's supposed to shoot out through our fingertips and through the strands of our hair out into the world Uh, We share love and we spread love and that so those are those become acts of love So so making reparations to God is not uh, a penalty Um, It's an opportunity for us to to repair a relationship that we or others have, uh, that we, we, we've created in our sinfulness. Right. Uh, and that, that relationship, Jesus paved the way by what he did on the cross, uh, and all we have to do is to participate in that. And so that's what we're called uh, as we prepare to welcome our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ at Christmas time. Let us prepare our hearts and repair our relationship with God.
0: The Catholic Café is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Café, serving up salvation, one cup of coffee at a time.